You're just not thinking fourth dimensionally. Mighty Catholic, Elder God of the Lake, hear our prayers to your greatness and provide us with a bounty of fish. My car broke down and I went into debt. I've been paying and paying, but I ain't done yet. You can pay for a topic or vote on a gimmick. Anything can happen, so come on and get with it. By Bear Claw Billy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listening to Fix My Car Cast, hosted by Bear Claw Billy. And what did I tell you? 88 episodes per podcast! Comedian and musician Keith Hebert's future hasn't been written yet. No one's has. His future is whatever he makes it. So make it a good one. But first. Housekeeping, this is the show where you pick what I say and how I say it. Pick a topic or prompt by donating to the GoFundMe and vote on the gimmick by joining my Patreon for just a dollar a month. Join at the $5 or higher level and also get bonus episodes and behind-the-scenes footage. Links are in the description. Also down there, merch. Get yourself some merch. No new donors this week. The total raised for paying off my car repair debt is still, 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 still holding at $1,501. Also, when we get to $2,000, we unlock an automatic show gimmick, which is I will watch all the Fast and Furious movies back to back. That's several hours. And then record my podcast at the end quite exhausted. Fun fact, did you know that this whole podcast disappears when we hit $3,000? It's the ripple effect! Hey, do you like the theme song? No? Well, if you make a donation of $50 or more, in addition to picking an episode topic, you get to change one thing about the theme song forever. Unless somebody else changes it back. Want me to throw in a sweet solo with that saxophone I keep on the wall in my laboratory, but you never see me play it? I'll do it! 50 bucks! No new patrons this week. Heavy. Now it's time for a topic suggestion. I'll suggest topics I think I could easily talk about for a whole episode, though admittedly I think the show is more fun when it's something I'm completely clueless about. So, something I could talk about is... The time I met Christopher Lloyd. You'll never believe this, but I'm kind of a fan. Want to know more? Donate today. You know that new sound you're looking for? Well, listen to this. October is inventory time, but it's also spooky season, and I have a brand new album right now to get you in the spirit. It's called Cult Horror Original Motion Picture Soundtrack, and it is both a love letter to horror movie scores and a concept album as a soundtrack to a film that doesn't exist. So please go check it out, leave a review, tell your friends, etc., etc. Check the links in the description and enjoy the album on which a friend told me one song has unhinged Torgo-esque horns, another has a creeping sense of dread you can dance to, and another has a funky exorcist vibe. Hey, I'm sold, but I might be a little biased. Go check that album out. Speaking of reviews of my music, um, a friend reached out to tell me, and I can't believe I get to say this, and it's true forever, that my ambient album Ethalog, the previous one, is very good to have on during sex. I'm just going to let that review speak for itself. Though somebody else told me that the album made them sick to their stomach. Hold up! It's a science experiment! Download Ethalog today and send in your data on whether it gives you a stomach ache or an orgasm. 
God, I love my life. <laughs> Checking in on the best city in the world, based on which city listened to the last episode the most, and we've got us another singles night tie. Ties are broken by whichever city listened to the most episodes, and our big winner is Westbrook, Maine. Congratulations, Westbrook, Maine. Let it be known that your Shonash Ravine, Palace Saloon, and Honest Joe Statler's fine horses are the best in the world for seven days. Last episode, I talked about Romance de Fieris while recording it, next to a train crossing, which would have been great, but theoretically, what if the train's late? By the way, have not been able to find a copy of the Mexican film Romance de Fieras, but I'm still looking. I just want everybody to know that. You can see video of the entire episode over on Patreon. Also, head over to Patreon for a bonus episode where I talk about the making of my new album, Cult Horror Original Motion Picture Soundtrack. I have no data on whether it'll make you puke or make you come, but you can test that one too if you want. That's not in the script. I just want everyone to listen to my music and puke and come. <laughs> Okay, let's talk next week's gimmick poll. I, sorry, just the mad scientist energy is like flowing through me and I feel like I'm my truest self right now. I don't know if you can tell the change in my mood, but oh, I'm excited. <laughs> These are your choices for next week's episode gimmick. They are do an inspector gadget voice, dance the whole time, record it under my bed, and our returning gimmick, do it while drunk. Once again, that's number one, do an Inspector Gadget voice. Number two, dance the whole time. Number three, record it under my bed. And the returning gimmick, number four, do it while drunk. There are no returning gimmicks this time, but there will be soon. Remember that any gimmick that gets just a single vote is eligible for a second chance in six weeks. Be sure to vote over on Patreon. The poll closes September 14th at noon Eastern America time. All right. Time for today's gimmick, which is, in a landslide vote, do a Dr. Emmett L. Brown voice. Of course, gimmicks don't start until housekeeping is out of the way, in case any of them prevent me from sharing vital information. But now, we are entering the gimmick zone! From this point on, gimmicks are active, and everything is improvised. There's no sponsored topic for today's episode, so I'll take inspiration from a randomized Wikipedia page, which is... <laughs> <laughs> the Economic Cooperation Organization, which is definitely not a stub, so we've got a lot to look at. Remember, don't touch anything, don't look at anything, don't talk to anyone, and try not to interact with anything. But today, we'll be discussing the Economic Cooperation Organization, or ECO. It's an Asian political and economic intergovernmental organization that I swear to God was founded in 1985. <laughs> Marty, listen. It provides a platform to discuss ways to improve development and promote trade and investment opportunities. And have I got an investment opportunity for you? This, the flux capacitor, this is what makes time travel possible. I, the, it's a red letter date in the history of science, November 5th, 1955. Wait a minute, we're just doing the episode where I did Back to the Future from memory again. Listen to me, Marty, you've got to listen to me. <laughs> Let me tell you, the ECO is an ad hoc organization of the United Nations Charter. The objective is to establish a single market for goods and services, much like the European Union. After the dissolution of the Soviet Union, the ECO expanded to include Afghanistan, Azerbaijan, Kazakhstan, 
Kyrgyzstan, Tajikistan, Turkmenistan, and Uzbekistan in 1992. No Libyans, I think we're safe. The current framework of the ECO expresses itself mostly in the form of bilateral agreements and arbitration mechanisms between individual and fully sovereign member states. That makes the ECO similar to... Sorry, I'm used to Marty interrupting and saying English, Doc, English, but not today. I get... This... This... If you... If you're watching the video version uh, with this portable television studio uh, which your president has to have so that he looks good on television um, you'll see you'll see this is definitely not a stub but wow wow <laughs> this this goes on forever and ever the possibilities are endless if you put your mind to it you can accomplish anything all right well I know very little about uniting nations but I do know something from my time working on the Manhattan project when I had to burn down I mean when there was a horrible fire at Brown Mansion. Brown Manor. Brown Manor? Brown Mansion. Oh no! Marty! Get in the DeLorean! They're gonna take away my nerd card! <laughs> Quick! It's right here! <laughs> this is, of course, the titular DeLorean from Fix My DeLorean cast. <laughs> Quick! Hop in! We've gotta go to 1985, which is where you're from, Marty, so that's kinda weird. We've gotta learn all about the Economic Cooperation Organization, the successor organization of what was the regional. Cooperation for Development, founded in 1964, which ended activities in 1979. In 1985, Iran, Pakistan, and Turkey joined to form the ECO. I feel like I just told you all this. It's like you were here yesterday. You were, Marty, you were. All right, let's find something else. Official names, wait, I'm confused. This has more than, oh, okay. It's important always to, to, to read before uh, sharing knowledge. Marty, um, the official working language of the Economic Cooperation Organization is English, Doc, English. The official names of the organization are, oh, this is what the organization is called around the world. All around the world, Marty. Uh, I can't pronounce any of these, and I can barely read half of them, but that's okay. I must press on. For science, I don't do a ton of reading, just a little Jules Verne here and there. Objectives and principles. Marty, listen to this. This is our mission, and we must succeed. Sustainable economic development of member states, progressive removal of trade barriers, and promotion of intra-regional trade, the greater role of ECO region in the growth of world trade, gradual integration of the economies of the member states with the world economy. Quick, Marty, we've got to fix the world economy. Get in. Bring Jennifer. This concerns her, too, but we're not going to treat her like a human character. We're going to treat her like a sexy piece of luggage. We're going to knock her out we're gonna throw her in an alleyway and we're never gonna forget about her again because these films are still problematic in certain ways anyway more about our objectives and principles quick marty are you listening write this down development of transport and communications infrastructure linking the member states with each other and the outside world economic liberalization and privatization mobilization and utilization of eco regions material resources effective utilization of the agricultural and industrial potentials of the eco region they should get old man peabody down here. He can fill it with pine trees. Regional cooperation for drug abuse control, ecological and environmental protection, and strengthening of historical and cultural ties among the peoples of the ECO region. History is very important. If you don't study it, Marty, you'll be doomed to repeat it. 
Mutually beneficial cooperation. This is a long article, Marty. We're in for quite the haul. Oh, boy. Mutually beneficial cooperation with regional and international organizations. Sovereign equality of the member states and mutual advantage. Linking of national economic development plans with ECO's immediate and long-term objectives to the extent pot. Oh, this is too much, Marty. Uh, this isn't a field I can go into. I, 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 I'd rather take a blacksmithing than learn about this. This is a lot of words and not a lot for me to jump off of. There are joint efforts to gain freer access to markets outside the ECO region for the raw materials and finished products of the member states. Effective utilization of the eco of the ECO institutions. Oh God, you'll have to forgive the length of this. I, I didn't have time to scale it down. Agreements and cooperative arrangements with other regional and international organizations, including multilateral financial institutions. Common endeavors to develop a harmonized approach for participation in regional and global arrangements. And finally, realization of economic cooperation strategy and exchanges in educational, scientific, technical, and cultural fields. There it is, Marty. I've got to get on the board of the ECO. And the only way I can do that is if you come with me. Come with me, my teenage friend, where nothing is weird about our relationship. Get in my goddamn car. Here we are, Marty. We're at the ECO. Um, this is just square footage about all the countries that are in it. And also observers. Northern Cyprus apparently is observing it. I only know about the observer effect as a man of science. Okay, the structure. Wow, this is interesting. The ECO has a council of ministers. It's kind of like a council of ricks. Whoops, that's the other guys. Fuck off, I'm a totally different voice and a totally different character. The council of ministers is the highest policy and decision-making body and is composed of the various ministers of foreign affairs or such other representatives of the ministerial rank as may be designated by their respective governments. Do you understand, Marty? How could you not? I make things very clear and I explain everything well. Also, I should mispronounce at least one of these words and for all time, scientists will hate me for it. Uh, what the hell is a permanent representative? <laughs> or CPR. Not to be confused with cardiopulmonary respiratory something. Consists of the permanent representatives, ambassadors of the member states accredited to the Islamic Republic of Iran, as well as to the ECO and the Director General for ECO Affairs of the Ministry of Foreign Affairs on the Islamic Republic of Iran. Who, who is currently in charge of this? Is she pretty? I'll find out. General Secretariat, isn't that a horse? I know a thing or two about horses from my time in the Old West. That's right. I had a blacksmith shop, and I sadly was shot in the back by Buford Tannen over a matter of $80. What kind of a future do you call that? Well, it's okay. I prevented it, because as you know, I have the secret to time travel, the flux capacitor. And this is how I make things always turn out in my favor. If you've never played the Back to the Future board, game. It is a lot of fun, even though it makes no sense that at some point you can uninvent the flux capacitor, solidifying the timeline for everyone. This makes no sense. How were the events ever changed in the first place? Let me explain time travel really briefly. Wait! Ironically, there's no time. Also, there's already an episode of this goddamn podcast where I explain time travel as used in fiction in ridiculous detail. If that's not enough for you, you can go check out Hell of Thrones over on YouTube, which also has in-depth analysis of time travel and features filming locations from the film Time Chasers, the greatest movie ever filmed in Vermont. I won't hear any others. All right, Marty, what have you been doing letting me ramble on? I think I need a drink of whiskey.
Oh, now I need some wake-up juice. As I started to do that bit, I realized, what are you going to do, be silent for 20 minutes? I'm Doc Brown. I'm never silent about anything. Also, probably for legal purposes, I'm Doc Purple. <laughs> Get out of here, Universal. Nobody wants you here. What have you got in your corner at this point? Well, the Fast and Furiouses, which you can pay me to watch. All right. Activities of the ECO are conducted through directorates under the supervision of Secretary General and his deputies, which consider and involve projects and programs of mutual benefit in the fields of trade and investment, transport and telecommunications, energy, minerals and environment, agriculture, industry and tourism, human resources and sustainable development project and economic research and statistics a transport council to develop clearer transport and transit policies is proposed you know i'd like to shout out to time chasers once again probably the only time that doc brown will ever excuse me doc purple will ever acknowledge uh, the film time chasers but one thing i really like about that movie is they don't call it a time machine they call it a time transport because that's what it does it transports you through time so game gotta recognize game Mr. Castleton, I really appreciate that you call it a time transport, because you know what a time machine is? A clock! Like the one I was hanging above my toilet when the porcelain was wet and I slipped, fell, hit my head, and when I came to, I had a revelation, a vision, a picture in my head, a picture of this! This is what makes time travel possible, the flux capacitor. It's taken almost 30 years of my entire life to realize the vision of that day. My God, things have certainly changed around here. God damn it, Billy, you're just doing the script again. Sorry, I fucking love Doc Brown so much. And I didn't realize how much doing this character would be restorative for my soul. My very soul, Marty! <laughs> Woo! ECO is selected. Sha! <laughs> Shakrasabs as its tourism capital for 2024. Oh, this is quite the opposite of a stub, but almost nothing about it is terribly interesting to me. Um, I feel like every part of this article is just more and more things that are factors of living in a place. Tourism, uh, economics, uh, water supply, things like that. So I don't have a whole lot to jump off of now. Um, I think it would, of course, be great if all the nations of the world could, could come together and, and realize that their futures haven't been written yet. So make them a good one. I think we all need to work together. Um, that said, that's probably pretty rich coming from a guy who built a time machine in his basement because he didn't want the government to get their grubby mitts on it. But you know what? It's important that we, we share the wealth. We don't want to be like Biff Tannen in 1985A. I've forgotten my chalkboard! Marty, quick! Get in the DeLorean! We've got to get a hundred chalkboards! You never know when you're going to need a chalkboard. The thing about being a, a scientist is you always need chalkboards to explain to the audience... Uh, Marty, what's going on? But I, I, I don't have, I don't have a chalkboard with me today. All I have is a layer of sweat building up because it's an incredibly hot September day and I'm wearing a lab coat and I'm really getting very sweaty. But I suppose I should be thankful that I couldn't find my wig. Uh, that would be even sweatier. Um, what else do we have to talk about with all these nation states and stuff? Oh boy. All right. Well, this, oh, there's a giant map of how all of these places are linked. You've got, all right, Marty, sit down. We're going to teach you a thing or two about a thing or two. There's the Parliamentary Union of the OIC member states, the Arab League, the Council of Arab Economic Unity. Don't forget the Agadir Agreement with the Arab Maghreb Union. I need to scroll to the right to read the rest of this. Of course, in conjunction with the Gulf Cooperation Council, which is, oh my god, this is, this is a Venn diagram like you wouldn't believe. 
Oh, gosh. Economic Cooperation Organization, the Turkic Council, the West African Economic and Monetary Union, and, oh, forgive me, buddy. The, well, <laughs> I said I would mispronounce something, and uh, here we go. The... <laughs> The Liptako Gorma Authority? There you go. It's not quite a gigawatt, but it's something I had trouble pronouncing. Oh, also, this isn't a Venn diagram. It's a Euler diagram. If you're a math nerd, you should check out the episode about the Hanani Tooth Theorem. Pretty much the only episode of this show that isn't hot, steaming, improvised bullshit. <laughs> so go check it out, Marty, if you know it's good for you. What in the name of Sir Isaac H. Newton is going on with this article? There's even more. Here are the leaders. Well, I'm sure... <laughs> I'm sure Vice President is Jerry Lewis. And Jack Benny is Secretary of the Treasury. Uh, and the, uh, Jane Wyman is the First Lady. <laughs> leaders are either heads of state or heads of government, depending on which is constitutionally the chief executive of the nation's government. Um... Uh, I don't know which one of these people is the one, but I can tell you right now, they're all men. Big surprise, Marty. Do doesn't it ruin everything when a cast is all men? Ask Jennifer. <laughs> all right, we finally made it to the bottom. We did not have a stub. Well, I guess this Saturday night we're sending you back to the top of the article. Let's see if there's any tidbits we may have missed, Marty, because it's important to keep the details in mind. You'll never know. Who knows? Maybe this article has changed since we've read it. That's right. Wikipedia changes all the time, probably because of all of the time travel. That or it can be edited in real time because print newspapers are dead. They're dead, Marty. They're deader than me on September 7th, 1885. Or alternately, deader than me on, oh, don't get this wrong. You want to be a good nerd, don't you? Um, October, it was after, it's after midnight. So it's October 20, oh no, October 21st. Uh, temporal experiment number one. Oh god, nobody cares. Literally nobody cares, Marty! Stop talking about this! It's only you, you big deep nerd! Alright, let's see what's going on up here. God damn it, it's gonna bother me. What are the two dates that Doc died? September 7th, uh, 1885, and October... The movie opens on the 21st? Um... Uh, temporal experiment number one is October 21st at 1.20 a.m. at zero seconds. I get gunned down shortly afterwards, but don't worry about it. We did time travel and we fixed it all. Uh, if you've been listening for the last two minutes, sorry. I just, I can't be wrong about Back to the Future. It hurts me physically, but it brings me great joy to be uh, telling you about um, how many members of the ECO there are. Ten, I already told you this. Here we go. I finally found the leader. It's Secretary General Kusrav Noziri. Awesome area. Wait. Okay. So this is so this is this is a group of nations that together have this square footage or kilometers. I guess. I don't know what eighty-eight miles is in kilometers, um, and I never care to know because I'm an American scientist. Um, population. Uh, population density. <laughs> That's George McFly. You could have voted for George McFly, but no, you got Doc Brown. You didn't get, um... To be honest, I don't practice the other voices that much. Doc Brown is my absolute favorite character. Uh, um, but I guess, you know... Wait, Doc, are you telling me that you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? And then, uh, George McFly is... 
Yes, I'm George McFly. I'm your density. Ah, oh. and um, and Lorraine Baines. Um, I can only do her absolute horniest line. No, wait, there is no horniest line for Lorraine. Fun fact: Did you know I only have one scene with Lorraine, and we barely speak to each other? Um, Lorraine's line. Uh, I don't know, but I'm gonna find out. I need to work on my L Lorraine. <laughs> I'd like to work on Lorraine. Oh, let's not go there. Um, all right. So the GDP, um, which stands for fuck if I know the currency. They have ten currencies. That's got to get confusing. Uh, there's ten of everything. All this is telling me is that there's ten of everything. That's all I know. Well, Marty, I think you finally know enough about the Economic Cooperation Organization. So, your mission, you've got to dress like one of your relatives who somehow is your complete genetic copy, but only in the sequels, where are all these Crispin Glovers coming from, huh? So you've got to look exactly like the spitting image of your future son, you've got to sneak into the Economic Cooperation Organization, and you've got to tell them that you are out. That's right, you won't be joining the ECO. Um, guy named Griff, just say no. Wait, no, sorry, not a guy named Griff, it's a guy named uh, Kuzrov. Guy named Kuzrov, just say no. Ready, Marty? Go do whatever you do because I'm the most anxiety inducing character in the history of cinema. <laughs> I just yell at you and then hope you do the thing that'll fix time. And who broke time? Not me, that's for sure. All right, Marty, well. It looks like we've got to get you back to the future. A place I keep sending you and you keep coming back from. What's with that? Stop it, Marty. Just stay in one time. Stay in 1985 and be happy. You got a life. You got a girl. She's pretty. You get a big old truck because the end of the film is all about how important consumerism is. Whatever. It was the 80s Reaganomics where we're going. We don't need roads. Fuck, that would have been a good ending line, but I probably used it in the last Back to the Future episode. Yeah, that's right. There's another Back to the Future episode of this because I'm kind of fucking obsessed. I hope you've enjoyed listening here today. And remember, I mean, as always, look to the future.